Hey, so if you enjoyed last episode with Pete Godfrey for episode 100 on how to write stories with brevity, you're going to enjoy this episode with Pete. He's just a wealth of knowledge, so I'm going to drop three more key lessons that he gave to me over the last couple of weeks. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use their stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, what's going on? It is Jules Dan here, episode 101. Hope, hope you're having a great week. We're doing a reverse this week. Got the guest for Pete on Monday, and I'm doing a solo on a Thursday. So I thought I'd give a bit of a back context. Um, so if you're... If you enjoyed Pete's episode, I know many of you did because it's just one of those episodes that just went straight up to the top. Um, he's a really good character. If you haven't really go checked out his Facebook, I would do that. Um, but anyways, so he actually had a, like a birthday, Zoom birthday thing for himself and it was pretty low key, like he just had a bunch of people from his Facebook group, paid to be there um, and he just dropped some some lessons that he, over the last uh, 12 months in 2020 that he's noticed and uh, I wrote down three really good ones that I thought would be beneficial for you uh, wrapping up this year. Now, I'll start off with the first one that's 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 really, really relevant and it's Black Friday. Okay, so you've probably seen it, you're probably inundated. If you're in this marketing space, and I know you are, then you've gotten a shit ton of emails being like, buy now, buy now, buy now, discount, discount, discount. And I've always thought that if people have paid, say, like three grand or something for some course or something, and then you go ahead and then say, look, it's it's worth half as much uh, for one day, like, isn't that just like devaluing the absolute crap out of that course? And all those people paid all that money for that course. Like, I, I would feel a little bit bitter. Um, that's just me, but I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone. And then I asked Pete on the call, on that birthday call. Hey Pete, so what do you think about Black Friday deals? Uh, should, should we discount? Should we not? And it was like, well, you got to think about it like this. Anything that blocks money is evil. And that's why I hate discounting. And it and I got me thinking, I was like, okay, so what would you do instead? And he's like, well, I personally wouldn't be doing, giving everything half off, 70% off. But if I had to do something to uh, increase the value, I wouldn't discount it and I would throw in some bonuses in a bundle. So adding more to it. And the reason why he said that was that so if you're training people to to get only buy when there's like a sale or, or something like that, it, it's not it's not the right type of customer, not the dream customer that you want. Um, they're just... 
it's, it's, it's that scarcity mindset. I only buy when there's something on sale and you don't want to teach your tribe that. I thought that was a really powerful lesson. Some people, if you're listening to this and you did Black Friday and you disagree with me because you did, you made a, a shit ton of sales, okay, that that's okay. Like, you can do that. Um, I just thought that was a really curious lesson because um, I don't necessarily have any products. I didn't push any products. I've just got a service at the moment. I will be coming out with a product. I won't say when, but it's definitely in the works. And if you're a podcaster and you, you're struggling to get onto shows, then keep it... Like, Stay tuned because I've got something really special in the works. Um, but anyways, I can't speak from experience. This is just what from Pete told me, so I'm not going to be here like telling you this is how you do it. All right. Uh, lesson lesson number two, and I thought this was a brilliant one because if you've seen the Social Dilemma, a great doco on Netflix. Um, pretty much, there's a whole there's many many rabbit holes you could go down, but. One of the key sort of things for us as business owners, as entrepreneurs, is that it's easy to get caught in, say, like a confirmation bias bubble. Like all the media you consume, um, everyone's is pushing the same agenda that you agree with, and it gets you to believe that that's the way things are. And as marketers and as persuaders, and if you're trying to sell with stories, you can't buy into that crap. Like, you need to be able to look at both sides pragmatically through a lens of how it actually is. Because ideally, we want to sell to both sides. And, and as you probably know, it is super divided at the moment with like the left and the right. Um, and I just want to sell to both, <laughs> don't you? Like, some podcasters, I remember when Black Lives Matter came out, they were very, very put the pole on the ground. I'm all about this. Um, I'm hiring a lot more people, a lot more diversity in in my audience. And if that's what you stand for, go for it. I thought that was a little too divisive um, in the messaging, but that's just me uh, <laughs> getting caught off on a tangent. But the main key lesson is that, like, if you if you're noticing that um, whatever it is, your social media is just causing outrage of one specific agenda. My advice is just turn it off. I don't have Instagram. Oh, sorry, I'll rephrase that. I only use Instagram to DM people, so I don't ever consume it. I only use LinkedIn to DM people and to post content. I only use linked, uh, Facebook for Messenger. I've got this thing called Newsfeed Radica. It's brilliant. I don't get sucked in. And that's about it. And I email. So, yeah, occasionally it would get sucked in every now and then, but... If you just minimize your chances, then yeah. So confirmation bias bubble, beware. Hey, this is Jules here. I just wanted to interrupt and bump in to talk about something I know will really help you on your online business journey like it helped me. I want to give you the keys to writing emails uh, sell. And not long ago, I actually helped a client sell over $150,000 in coaching programs. We didn't use a funnel. We didn't have any ads. We just used email. And the best part was that she only had a tiny list of about 2,000 people. And the lessons in here have taken me a lot of trial and error to understand how to craft emails itself. And that's why I want to fast track it for you and give you all my secrets. So it's a checklist I've put together called the five costly email opt-in mistakes and how to avoid them. Inside, it's packed with timeless principles I've learned from old school direct response marketing pros. They're always the best. 
And it shows you the anatomy of an autoresponder series that gets results. But just to let you know, there are no quick ninja hacks that become obsolete in a few years. I've only picked the best stuff that's been proven to work again and again. And you can grab this checklist by going to julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes. So that's J-U-L-E-S-D-A-N.com forward slash email mistakes. All right, let's get back to the show. And the last one, and it came from that book that I was telling you about with the goat, dest- goat testicles doctor, J.R. Brinkley, from um, that book, The 21 Lost Principles um, by Dan Kennedy and Chip Kressler. That book's amazing, by the way. It's just like marketing 101 right there. Um, but but principle number 20, and Pete brought this up in, on the call, and um, it, the principle is 20, 20 is turning ideas into action. Um, and minimizing the time when you get an idea to turn it into money. Um, because earlier this year, young Julian, <laughs> I, I would be like, say, a podcast junkie. So I, I would confuse activity with accomplishment. So, um, you know, I might hit like a, a brick wall, I procrastinate, I go walk, listen to a podcast, and listen to a lot of stuff, thinking that is being productive. And sure, there were heaps of great ideas I listened to. I didn't take any action on them. Not at all. So, recently, um, taking ideas into action, anytime I get an idea, the first thing I do is I write it down on a piece of paper and I carve out the next day some time to do it. Uh, For example, on the call, on Pete's birthday bash call, there was this one dude, his name is Glenn Twiddle, he is he's all about uh, helping people become a celebrity in their marketing, it, which for some of you might sound like that's, that's complete vanity. Like, uh, why would you want to achieve that? Mate, celebrity marketing is just ridiculous how much exposure he gets. And and he's been able to get like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, his best friends with Arnie, believe it or not. He's gotten people like um, Gary V out to Australia, Richard Branson, and he came on on the call, and as soon as we were talking about ideas into action, I was like, "I got to get Glenn onto the podcast." And literally the next, it was a Sunday the next day, but on Monday, the first thing on Monday, I was like, uh, "Can you please? Come, would you want? Do you want to come on my podcast?" And he's booked in for this Friday. So ideas turning into action. If like one of the things I'm doing at the end of this year is I'm taking a break, but I'm still doing the bare minimum of work. If that makes sense. Like I've I've taken less clients on, so I can work on the Jules Dan business side sort of things. Like get lots of people booked in onto the podcast, um, have all, all my back end systems ready, have a lot of my marketing ready, the content ready. Uh, hopefully fix up a lot of my my website, so it's just not reliant on the landing page. Um, so and, and it's just like basically as soon as I get the idea, you just go ahead and straight away and implement it the next day. Um, I know that sounds very simplistic, very basic, very, oh yeah, sure, like of course that's what you're supposed to do, but just ask yourself, like how many times have you gone for a walk and listened to a podcast, read a book, thought, oh shit, that's a really good idea, and then nothing happened, and then the idea went off into the abyss and nothing ever happened, and I've I've been so guilty of that so many times, so I'm not like Tony Robbins here preaching like, you need to do this, Uh, we've all made that mistake, Something I'm changing, change along, make it a change before the new year. Like, don't make a news resolution, make it out. Other than that, this is uh, 
the Thursday, only Thursday solo will be for a while. Maybe for 200, we'll do the opposite. Uh, but otherwise, oh, I guess I'm going to see you on Monday for the solo show again. And thanks a lot for listening to Storytelling Secrets. This is episode 101. Have a good weekend. See you later.